irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Morning Radio. Tune in to Sam in the Morning with Charlotte. Only on LA Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday, November 12th. We're back here. Good morning. We are. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're always here, folks. Yes. Whether you think we're not or not. Whether you think yeah, we are. Yeah, whether you think we are or not. <laughs> whether you think we're not or we're not. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't get what I'm trying to say. Like I said, sometimes I don't talk before I come here. This is the first words I utter in the morning. Although I, I, I did speak in the morning. I talked to a couple of people. Did you speak to your maid? Uh, no, the maid is missing in action. I don't know where she is. Oh, no. She doesn't speak English, so I, I use a friend to uh, communicate to her. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, have a call her, but we'll see. I don't know what happened to her. So. Oh, no. Yeah, so I did some cleaning myself, but nothing major, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because uh, I, like, I like a clean environment, you know. Right. And the thing is, my place is not like, it's never in need of like really serious cleaning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't throw my clothes around, you know, everything goes back where it should be. Yeah. So my place is not a mess, you know. So it only gets dusty and, you right. know, the bathroom and stuff, things like that. But, yeah. But uh, I don't clean that stuff anymore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I need to find her, and if not her, we'll have to find someone else. You know, yeah. you go through quite a quite a few of them. You know, and the thing is, is that you have to, uh, you know, you you want to find someone who's been recommended. You know, because otherwise they come in, they come in, they steal. You know, yeah. whatever they clean like shit. Right, and you don't know if you can trust them in your home. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I don't know, but there's uh, there's those cleaning services, and you know, that's the thing. You think, well, maybe it's a company, you know, then I can trust them and stuff. But you don't know, you know. I mean, they could still the strangers to you. Right. The only person, the only maid that wouldn't steal from you is someone who wants to continue working for you. Obviously. Yeah. You know, but I've heard that some maids, even though they've been around for a while, then they started stealing and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's terrible. It's like, uh, it's like biting the uh, the hand that feeds you kind of thing. Yeah, and it, and it's weird letting somebody into your home like it is. Yeah, do it you, is, and and then you have and then you leave, you know, because you don't want to just sit there while they're cleaning, right? So you leave, and that's really dangerous, you know. But yeah. you got to put away your stuff. It's a good idea to put up cameras today. Everybody can put on a nanny cam or something, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I think just the fact that it's there would deter them from stealing anything. Yeah, but would you want to? Would you tell them it's there? No. Or would you? Yeah. No. 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 So then you would oh, know but if I guess, they were. I guess I would need to. If no, I wouldn't. But I would put it somewhere where they could see it. Maybe. Oh, you would. Yeah. So see, it I would don't know deter if I would them. Want them to know? I would want to see what they were going to act like. When they didn't think there was cameras. Well, but that's the thing, though, is that if you know it keeps them from stealing, then uh, then it works, you know? True. Well, you know, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, if they know there's cameras, they're not going to steal. Yeah. So it's like, like like putting a security guard there or mm-hmm. something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I would do that. I would. I mean, in a house, you'd need a few cameras, you know? Yeah. It would true. be like a whole thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> just better just to find someone you can trust, yeah. you know, or just get all your valuables out of the house. But if you have a big house, that's hard. Yeah, that's and true. Multiple kids with multiple computers and tablets, and yeah, you know, I know. But those are the things that would be obvious, you know. You, you take things that are not obvious, like jewelry and things yeah. like that. You know, people can't really prove it. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah, I mean, I've heard of things like this happen, but it's so you know, so you don't know what to do, you know, and you go based on what people tell you. So it's a good idea to ask someone if they rec- if they can recommend. Yeah. But be warned that these people are not paid to think, you know. <laughs> they just come there, they clean your house, and they leave. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So if your stuff is not back where it was, and things are like in totally weird places and stuff, right. There's no guarantee for that. All mm-hmm. bets are off. Don't don't go complaining later, you know. Yep. They're not paid to think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, description. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it going? Good. It's kinda like cloudy off and on. Yeah. Right? But it's, I like I like the sun though. The sun me is nice. too. It's supposed to rain. Is it really? Yeah. Good, I'll it's take it. It's gonna rain over between now and Tuesday, it's supposed to. Um, I was oh, watching gee, the news well, what, what a well, forecast, huh? Well, in the Dallas next week, it's, yeah, in the next week it's going to rain. Duh. <laughs> and if it doesn't, we will have forgotten about this by now. Yeah, and they get away with it. On the weather here, but yeah. it's supposed to rain a couple of times, so we'll see if that happens. It does look like rain. I mean, the you know, pretty thick clouds and stuff. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're kind of gray. Yeah. California but, definitely needs some rain. Yeah, but, but you not know, while my mom's here. Do, do you know the song "It Never Rains in Southern California"? <laughs> no, I don't. There's a song like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Mark Hammond, I think. Wow, that was like a long time ago. But, oh, cool. Yeah, but it's a cool song. It goes "It Never Rains in Southern California." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I made. Um, I cooked garlic last night, like in dinner, and my hands smell so bad of garlic today. I did you actually make it? Smell. I mean, did well, you I cut it? it. You yeah. chopped it to yeah. stuff? Oh, wow. And I just can't yeah. get rid of the smell. It's Next time you learn to use gl- gloves for that, huh? Yeah. That would yeah. be a good idea. Wow. That's strong, huh? Yeah, that's strong. <laughs> and it's... It's killing me. And I purposely only used one hand uh-huh. with whatever I was doing, but I just can't get rid of the smell. You're supposed to, <laughs> if you touch stainless steel, like wipe your hand on stainless steel, that's supposed to get rid of the smell. That didn't work. Really? So, yeah. That's supposed to work? Yeah. I never heard of it. It cancels before. out. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently not. It, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's killing me. It smells so strong. Wow. And every time I put my hand... Near your face. Yeah, yeah you it, it's it. just killing me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but garlic is good, man. It is What did good. you make? I just made a pasta and chopped with chopped garlic in it. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, and some vegetables. <coughs> but, well, I'm choking on my coffee. But now the... The smell's killing me. Yeah. Huh? Oh, well. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like that when you eat garlic, too, and then you, your uh, breath smells right. for a long time. Yeah. And there's not much you can do about that either. But, man, garlic is good, huh? Mm-hmm. Garlic so is good. amazing. Especially roasted garlic cloves. Yeah. Huh? Yum. <laughs> so good. I know. It's like whatever you put it in, it's good, you yeah. know? Yeah. I know. I like garlic. I also like uh, eggplant a lot. You know, to me, eggplant is like in any form they can make it, tastes good to me. Yeah, I also like butternut squash. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Yeah, 
We're back on food. I know. <laughs> well, food is good. I know. We were talking about food yesterday, <laughs> weren't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I went to... Uh, oh, so you tell me about Panera Bread. I ended up going there last really? night. Yeah, with Did you my like daughter. It? Yeah, it was okay. You know, I mean, I ordered something. I thought I was ordering a panini because it said paninis on the thing. And I get a regular sandwich. Oh. You know, so I guess I ordered the regular sandwich not knowing that that one was not panini. Oh, no. Then I looked back on the menu and said sandwiches and panini, so. Oh, so then, then you were disappointed. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the sandwich was okay. The salad was good. Yeah. What salad did you get? I got a Greek salad. It's good, right? Yeah, it was okay, yeah. you know. I mean, oh, I like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had better Greek salads before, but I mean, look, it's inexpensive. It's good, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't yeah. realize it's like... Uh, self-service type of a thing you know but, yeah but so it's not like a fancy place or anything no. but it's cool to go for lunch or dinner or whatever. yeah mm-hmm. yeah we just i mean she my, my kids moved to simi valley and so i we have to go there and eat when i go see them and there's nothing there you know i mean <laughs> they keep taking me to the same places and i don't like them like there's this barbecue place and where is simi valley Simi Valley is, if you take, do you know where the 118 freeway is? You probably never go that far, huh? No. Yeah. You see, you just take the 405 a little bit up, uh-huh. and then you take the 118 and you go west. Okay. And it's past this valley, is Simi mm-hmm. Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's about, I would say, a 20-minute drive from here. Oh, not too When bad. there's no traffic. Right. Uh, but at any rate, so, you know, I go there, and, and then... You know, to come back to the valley to eat is is kind of like a pain, you know. Right. So, because it's a long drive there anyway. So, we go there and so there's this Red's Barbecue. My daughter loves this. And it's like she keeps on wanting to go there. And I'm like, look, I've ordered a couple things there. I don't like it. Let's go somewhere else. No, I really like it. So, we keep going and I keep being disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I've never found a place where I don't like anything there, you know. <laughs> And it's oh, supposed no. to be like the best place in Simi. So go figure, you know, <laughs> what the hell's going on? So so we didn't go there. And then the, I have a favorite Italian place there, and she doesn't like that. So we always end up just looking around. And I'm like, why don't you prepare before with Yelp or something and find a place, you know, yeah. better than us having to start driving around. So then she has to, like, text friends and her mom and, like, can you recommend a place and oh, all that. No. Uh. <laughs> So there's a couple of cool places there, but otherwise it's a pretty sleepy town. The interesting thing there that my daughter brought my attention to is that almost everybody there has a tattoo, you know, and then when you start looking around, it's true. Wow, really? <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but yeah. it happens. <laughs> That's interesting. Do they have a lot of tattoo parlors? Uh, they probably do. Yeah. They probably do. I haven't noticed, but I come to think of it, I think I have seen once one or two. Mm-hmm. One or two there, so it's possible. Yeah, but that's uh, it's a totally like considered as like a white community, you know. Mm-hmm. And the uh, when there was the Rodney King thing here, you probably don't remember this. This was like a long time ago, but the cops beat up a black guy, so they were put on trial. And right. when they were acquitted, there were like riots and stuff here in L.A. So the cops apparently were from Simi Valley. And so it made it really like racial, you know, because it was a black man and white cops from Simi, blah, blah, blah. So it was like this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But but no, I mean, L.A. is pretty diverse everywhere you go now. You know, it's not any different. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
So uh, I guess NASA. Oh well, we have a, a guest calling in in a couple minutes. Uh, a star in a movie, uh, which sounds pretty good. A, f- uh, a mob movie. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. I know it's like pretty, uh, pretty intense stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're going to call in in a minute, and uh, so I guess uh, NASA managed to land on a comet. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. There's a little probe that they landed on a comet. And uh, I guess it's a pretty big deal, you know. Uh, it's called the Philae probe. And, uh, hmm. yeah. I Is don't, this the first one that they've landed on? Uh, I think so. I don't know if it's the first uh, comet, but I guess it's a big deal, you know. Yeah. So they... Uh, uh, yeah, so th- I don't know what's Rosetta. Is that the name of the comet, I think? Yeah. Oh, no, the Rosetta is the orbiter uh, that collected all that. Okay, whatever. But it, it sounds pretty interesting. I mean, I like when, when people are able to, uh, uh, you know, to reach places where we couldn't before, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I remember the landing on the moon, man. I was like nine years old. It was amazing. Yeah, big absolutely deal. Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, I had a model of the spaceship and everything. Oh, and cool. Yeah, I know. I really liked it. So that was like history, you know. I mean, man on the moon and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, you wonder why we haven't gone back to the moon since then, you know? I mean, we have once, but it wasn't a big deal. Has there only uh, been two people to go? Uh, two yeah, there were. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this. I don't remember. If the second one ever landed or whatever, but uh, but look, the Apollo Eleven definitely did nineteen sixty nine. So yeah, uh, well, even the name of that is well, like Apollo Eleven. Everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. So yeah, there were three astronauts, and two of them landed. The other one stayed in the ship, and it was a big deal. Apollo eight, ten, and thirteen all went but didn't land. Right. Apollo eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen all went to the moon and landed on the surface. Oh, really? They all yeah. landed? Wow. Yeah. Okay, here comes our guest. So let's get that. Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Is this Tom? It is. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. We have Tom Benedict Knights on the line. Where are you calling us from this morning? I'm calling you from London, London, England. Oh, you are in London. Okay, so that's why they mixed up the hours, right? Because they thought you were going to call I- two hours ago. That's right. Yeah, I was I was calling. I think um, about an hour and fifteen minutes ago. But you know, hey, we we got there, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. so you're probably wondering why nobody's answering. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's all it's all good. It's always fun, you know, lining up um, telephone in, interviews at different time zones, and and it's always it's always a you know a bit of fun doing that. That's Definitely, true. Yeah. So now, when, uh, is this a British movie or is this an American movie? Um, which one? I've got a few out at the moment. Which one are you? Um, oh, uh, which one are you referring to? Are we referring to the Godfather? God uh, the Father. God the Father. Yes. The, God the Father. God the Father. Yeah. Right. Well, it, yeah. It sure is um, an, an American movie. Um, it's produced by very um, long-standing American producer called Moish Diamant, and um, also by by Michael Franzese, who's the um, the, the subject of the the, the, the film itself. Um, so, so Michael and uh, Moishi have. Um, uh, produce the movie so yeah it's an american film so oh, so so actually the character you portray in the movie was also involved in making the movie 
Yeah, it's, it's yes, yeah. absolutely. It's it's a really interesting um, uh, kind of life story, a biopic about about um, Michael Franzi's life, and um, Michael's one of the, the the producers involved in the film. Um, I think it was one of those kind of um, projects where he he was um, involved in in the inception of the project and and um and then became on board as a producer as well so that's right wow very cool so uh tell us a little bit about what the film is about i see it's about uh the mob obviously la cosa nostra which is uh this is in uh, south america i think in colombia right no, La, La Cosa Nostra is um, it's, it's Italian translation is, is our thing. Oh, okay. And um, it's, a, it's about the um, Italian-American, um, originates, the story originates through the kind of the Italian-American um, uh, um, crime family um, uh, called the Colombo crime family. It's a very okay. prominent and, and um, long-standing, one of the um, famous five Italian-American crime families in the kind of New York tri-state area. And the Colombo's um, been around for quite some time, I believe, for a few decades. Wow. Uh, and and Michael's, um, Michael was a capo, a capo regime in the Colombo crime family, which is uh, um, essentially a, a kind of third-tier um, boss within the family. And uh, his dad was a second-tier boss, an underboss in the Colombo crime family. And, and Michael, um, Michael had been, uh, been groomed to become the boss of the, 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 the crime family uh, for, for many years. And he was a very successful mob boss. He'd been moving up in the kind of family um, uh, uh, echelons by, you know, coming up with very innovative um, criminal enterprises to, to further the, the, the himself and, and obviously the family as well. And um, he's basically um, reached a point in his life um, where he... His life become ultimately, I guess, unmanageable to an extent. He was looking at a very long jail sentence, and um, with the prospect of losing his family, decided to 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 resign from 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 mob life and said that he no longer wanted to be 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 um, you know involved in in the, in the mafia and and to become effectively a, a kind of you know just a normal business person. And you can't do that. You can't leave the the, the, the mafia. It's, right. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. They, say, they say there's only one way you can leave, and that's in a box. So right. At that point, he was. Yeah. At that at that point, he was. Um, he was basically um, a contract was put out on his life, and um, he ended up in in prison at the time, and um, he basically uh, um, um, renounced his 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 criminal ways and and um, and found God and has now become a very devout Christian. And uh, the, the story of the film is the story of his life, how he moved from being a, uh, a mob boss in one of America's most prominent crime families to becoming a man of God. And that's really the story. It's, it's an incredible story. And, um, it really is. Very, very proud. Yeah, proud to have been involved. Yeah, I was going to ask you what attracted you to the story. And uh, I guess mob films are always fun for actors, I would imagine, right? Some good characters yeah. you can sink your teeth into. Def definitely. I mean, there's, there's always so much, you know. I think as, 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 a, as a species, we, we kind of love to watch, you know, conflict um, in many ways. is is intriguing to, to the human, you know, my psyche. Um, you know, that's why we have drama, because everybody wants to experience the, 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 the viewing of drama. So as an actor, whenever you have a, a character that's lived a very dramatic life, then it's always very, very interesting to to basically get involved in a character like that for, for, for me i kind of i grew up on films like um uh, casino and goodfellas and i was a huge fan of those films in my 
in my late teens. So when when I was um, given an opportunity to, to to play a role like this as, as Michael Franzese, um for me personally, you know, it was it was um, it was it was a dream come true because. You know, I, I kind of those were my my childhood heroes, for, for want of a better word. So I, I really, really um, was excited about, about about playing playing the part. And uh, my my role within the movie is really kind of covering most of the significant events in Michael's, you know, thirties and forties as as a mafia boss. So I had to I, I, I met Michael, and Michael was on set every day. Um, shooting the movie with us, oh. so I got the benefit of of really soaking up the energy from him. But he's a very different man from what he was then. So I had to do, I had to do a lot of research on 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 um, on recreating him. But it was certainly extremely exciting because I got to you know I got to um, as an actor to to play somebody who's already alive, somebody who's still alive in front of you. And, and portray their life when they're actually watching you. Yeah, I we're know. not talking about a, mu- a musician yeah. or a sports uh, sports person. You know, uh-huh. we're talking about a mob boss here from La Cosa Nostra. You know, it's a different <laughs> thing altogether. You know what I mean? <laughs> how was that? I, I was going to ask how it was playing somebody that was right in front of you. You had to create. How, yeah, you said that he changed, it, so you had to create how he used to be. Yeah, it was wonderful. I mean, on the first day of filming, if I was, if I told you I was totally fine, I would be lying, and I and I'm definitely not going to do that. So, on the first day, I was like, "Wow!" You know, they they changed my appearance so much that I'm almost unrecognizable in the movie um, compared to what I look like on a day to day basis. You know, so I really did this whole kind of method, ton of physical transformation thing that a lot of actors do. So I looked in the mirror and I was like. Who who is that? You know that freaked me out. And then and then going on to set the first day, it was it was extremely overwhelming. And um, I, I just had to have a, a very quiet moment, word with myself and just tell myself to calm down. And once we got past that, um, it, it became effortless. And you know some people might find that intimidating, but for me it was incredible because I got to really soak up like the energy from 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 the person I was becoming and adopt their mannerisms and the way they talked. And it was wonderful to be able to ask them, well, listen, I, and I feel this would have happened, but, but um, what was it like? Uh-huh. And literally for them to passionately explain, you know, there was there's one scene where Michael is in a room of, 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 of five or six people and his life's on the line, and he has three men sitting in front of him and a couple of men sitting behind and if he doesn't convince the men sitting in front of him that he is telling the truth about a large amount of money that they think he's taking, which he didn't, then the men sitting behind him will pull a trigger and execute him where he sits. Wow. So you have to, you know, and, and he's walked into the room by his best friend, his child, one of his childhood friends. So as, as an actor, to recreate that intensity and that truth in that moment um, in front of the person that went through it, was 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 incredible so scenes like that i got to i mean the the production was fantastic the guy who did the cinematography um was was um is a guy who shot um uh, the deer hunter with robert de niro he's won an oscar for cinematography and the director is incredible wonderful british director called simon fellows and he was amazing so working with people of that caliber alongside michael himself and shooting that scene it was probably one of the most 
um, electric moments of my acting career, my short acting career so far. So that's going to be a tough team to, scene to top, yeah. um, I guess. Yeah. I can imagine. How is it, as a viewer, I always prefer movies that are based on a true story, whether when it says that at the start of the movie it's true or not, I seem to prefer yeah. <laughs> the based on a true it's, story might, movies. But how was that for you? cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer doing the based on true story movies or do you prefer kind of the fiction? I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm one hundred percent with you. You know, we watched well watched the movie last night with um with my wife and um basically the move the movie was uh was was a was a was a fascinating movie and it was a great movie, great performance. It was a Ryan Gosling film and it had Kirsten Dunst and we were like, Oh, this looks like a cool movie, let's watch this movie and then Oh, it's based on true story. Oh my god, that makes it even more interesting. <laughs> right? So yeah, I mean <laughs> Straight away, as soon as you know that it's based on a true story, you kind of set up a little bit, and you think, "Ah, oh, wow, this is really cool." Now I, now I don't just want to watch these actors. This is real. Yeah. Hold on a second. The connection just got bad. Can you hear us well now, Tom? Yeah, something oh, happened no. to the line. Yeah, just got disconnected. Okay, well, he'll probably call back in. We were talking to Tom Benedict Knight, who is the star of God the Father, and that's a uh, mob movie based on a true story. Uh, very interesting, huh? That, yeah. that the main character actually did the movie, was part of the uh, production. That's really cool. Yeah. And knowing that... Yeah, there he is, sorry. <laughs> Tom, are you back hey, guys. I lost you there. Yeah, yeah, the connection started getting bad, and then you disappeared. So <laughs> sorry uh, about that. I just kind of come come into a better spot. Yeah, that's okay. No problem. So, uh, Tom, have you been acting? You said a, sh- a short acting career. How long have you been acting now? Yeah, well, not that long. You know, uh, I started my. I did my first movie in 2011, in August 2011. So I was three years into my acting career in August 2014 this year. So I, sh- I shot God the Father in my kind of second year of acting. But I, I, I've been really lucky, you know. I've done, I think it's about 17 or 18 films since I started, and I keep getting parts. I mean, it's just weird, but I must have one of those faces, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, very cool, awesome. man. Yeah, not only the face, but, but the talent, obviously. If people uh, you know, are grabbing you for different mm-hmm. projects and stuff. That's pretty cool. Well, that, yeah, I mean, it, that's very kind of you to say that. And I guess... Um, you know, uh, I've always been good at kind of creating uh, the conflict in, in, I go back to that word again, but like the conflict in these kind of situations. And I think one of, one of my one of my cool parts early on was in a uh, movie you may have heard of, which was Kick-Ass 2, uh-huh. which um, had Jim Carrey in there and stuff. And I, and I kind of, I got that part and I hadn't really had any parts in big features before. And yeah. I came into the room and I was playing a game of kind of um, a bad guy in this movie. And and I came in in a really thick, like New York accent. You know, I'm like, kind of like, I'm really, you know, really in character. I, uh-huh. I, I got a black, I got, I got a black eye over the weekend purely by literally some accident by banging my my, my head on a door in, a, in an apartment. And uh, I walked in, and the director looked at me like I just kind of crawled off the, the the sidewalk. I had a big black eye, and I had a you know a really really um second uh, New York accent I, I did the audition and at the end I kind of came out of character 
And I said, I'm really sorry, because I could tell I, I'd intimidated the casting person with the, <laughs> with the video camera, because they thought I was some crazy guy. And um, they, they gave me the part in the movie, and I asked them, and at the end of the audition, I kind of went back into my English, my English accent, and they were like, oh my God, you're, you're not from New York? We totally thought you are from New York. Um, and, and I was speaking to the director later, and I got the part based on the fact that I could create that conflict. And I worked out early on, that there's a market certainly in London for guys like me that could play different nationalities and do different accents and stuff like that. So it's it's been something that um, maybe I filled a little gap in the market here in London. Um, and um, so far, so good. Shooting another movie at the moment, playing an American again. So <laughs> it's been go. good. It's when, been good. When did you learn to do an American accent? Because obviously in God the Father as well, you're doing the New York, the strong... Yeah, the yeah, yeah, you know, and, and that one, you know, I got a thing, you know, a whole thing is like, I walk into a room and I meet somebody for the first time, they never even know I'm not from New York, you know, I got people from New York thinking I'm from New York, it works every time without fail, no question. <laughs> wow, I, well, I you this, fooled us too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I have this thing where, where um, it's on YouTube, um, there's a couple of swear swear words for anybody who, who does watch it, apologies for that, but I do a thing on YouTube called... Um, uh, Tom, it's Tom Knight, 31 accents in one take. So I, I go around the world and I do all these different accents from different countries. Oh, I'd love to watch So that. to That's answer your cool. question... I love Sorry, accents. And, no, I love accents and impressions and things like yeah. that. I mean, I'm definitely going to catch that. So that's on YouTube. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's on YouTube under your name, Tom Knight? Yeah, yeah, Tom Knight, 31 accents in one take. Um, so I, I kind of, from, from a young age, I've been doing accents, um, and um, it, it's been a kind of like a party trick when I was a kid. So um, I, I don't know, I had an ear for it. I can't honestly explain why I can do them, but I, I, I guess um, it was one of the reasons why I decided to become an actor. Yeah, I've been, I've been running, my, running my own business for many years, and I thought, you know what, I'm... I'm 33, you know, like, uh, when, when am I getting, when's now a good time? Probably now is a good time. So I, I went for it and it, and it seems to have helped a lot, you know? Very cool. Yeah, definitely. What were you doing before that? I, I, you wouldn't believe it. I've been in real estate and finance for my whole career. So I've got like a business background, primarily running in my own enterprises, um, across different countries. Uh, we've been, you know, doing mainly, um, property, Okay, real estate investment um, for, for for clients. So that's been my 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 background. Um, I hit I hit my early thirties and and I figured um, you know I, I got to a point where I didn't think I could take it anymore, sort of much further than than in terms of my my passion. And they you know read all these great books by you know Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins, people like that. And I was like, wow, I just have to go after you know go after my passion. So I did, and uh, oh, we've been very good. you know. It, and then you are you know, yeah. yeah an example of how you can actually do that and change mm -hmm. careers and go after yeah. what you love yeah well Tom Benedict yeah. Knight thank you so much for joining us this morning everybody go check out the movie God the Father the website is God thank you so much sure GodTheFatherMovie.com you can also find out the theaters that are playing in California in Georgia Indiana and Texas 
And uh, this is very cool. Well, congratulations to you. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, guys, thank you so much. I really, course. really appreciate you having me on the show. And um, yeah, I, I'll um, be, be nice to speak to you again at some point in the future. Sure. Yeah. yeah when when you get to your first Academy Award. Uh, we'll definitely, see. you know, we talk, we talk to you <laughs> when, I, when I book when I book that big superhero job. We'll, 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 I'll get I'll get back on the show. Or something like there that. you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> all right, Tom. Thank you so much. And all, all right, the guys. Best have, to you. have a great day. Thank you so much for your time. You okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. It sounds I, like a really interesting movie. I know. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's a uh, mob movie, you know, and it's it seems I, I totally screwed up with the with the Colombian thing. I'm like, what the hell? But I know why because uh, we had we covered a book once that was about uh, the mafia in South America and mm-hmm. Colombia and stuff, how ruthless they are and and that sort of thing. But the name is different, not La Cosa Nostra. The, this one is a, an Italian gang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just uh, I just mixed it up, but and sounded like a fool. But that's okay because the rest of the interview was great. Yeah, and I'm glad that he came on. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of mobsters, um, Pablo Escobar, uh-huh. my father, um, has been released. It's a book about Pablo. Is that the was that the mobster guy that's uh, Pablo he, Escobar? Pablo Escobar um, was the head of like the the Colombian mafia, the drug cartel. Okay, and his drug son has cartel. released the book. Oh, really? And it's about uh, well, it's about his father, but um, Pablo Escobar really f- took it upon himself to make sure that his kids and his family didn't get in the line of work that he was in, and he made and he even set out. He threatened to kill employees. Um, if they smoked a joint or did anything bad in front of his kids because he didn't want his kids to do drugs. <laughs> he didn't want him to get into any of that. And um, his family, his mom and then his brothers, and his sister, sorry, mom and one sister in 93 had to run away after the death. Um, but now he's an architect, a writer, Led, led a very normal life mm. and didn't take after his father taking his father's yeah. footsteps but has now released a book about his father wow yeah. so apparently it helped if uh, he was sheltered by his father and everything yeah. it turned out to be sounds like a decent human being yeah but his father was very cruel ruthless as hell yeah and he said he said that he knows that his father was a terrorist a criminal um he knew his yeah. father was that but yeah I know he was finally captured. I don't know if he was killed or not. Is he? Uh, is he still alive? Uh, no, no, right. His father's glory death in '93. Right. Um, yeah. Who knows? Somebody killed him. Yeah. But that's that's eventually the end of all of them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you lie down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Right. It's who you hang out with, and uh, you know, you, you you hang out with criminals and shit. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna die one day. Yeah. But get killed more. But it's interesting how that's two stories of two big um, mobsters. Because Sonny yeah. Franzia, I don't Franze, uh-huh. however you say that, <laughs> that the movie's about, um, was number 18. Fortune magazine named him number 18 on the uh, 50 most wealthy and powerful mafia bosses. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So the father of the the guy that the movie's based on right um michael fanzine or yeah. something right mm-hmm. yeah so it's interesting that these two people got away and got out of yeah and didn't take after 
Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I d- I don't know how people you know. I mean, it takes a lot, you know. It's like, like he said, you know, with the mob, it's a one-way street. You know, you don't get to right. leave unless you're in a box. Yeah, you can't change your mind once you're in it. You know, so uh, it's it's fascinating to me that people would do that. Mm-hmm. But and, it's but the now same thing out. with gangs, I think. You know, yeah. with all these modern gangs we have, it's probably the, pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. All right, let's see what's going on. Uh, in India, 11 women die, 62 more hospitalized after being paid to be sterilized. Uh, I guess the, they're saying this is not forced or anything, but the Indian government uh, wants people sterilized to curb the uh, the population explosion they have there. So these women were offered $23 wow. excuse me, to undergo the procedure. Twenty-three dollars. That's it. Yeah, wow. but it just shows you how you know how desperate they are for money. Desperate they are. How poor. Mm-hmm. How uh, you know, you know, when you have so many people, you start having like crazy policies like that. You right. Know? Like in in China, you know, the one child rule that they have, and so forth. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for these women. It's like you go in, you go, oh wow, you know, I'm going to be. Uh, they called it a, a camp for sterilization surgery. Wow. Yeah. So they came Yikes. there and developed complications. I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean. Awful. Yeah. You know, you go to places. Like, that's why I'm telling you, I don't want to go to any of these places. They don't appeal to me at all. Yeah. No India for me, not in this lifetime, man. Yeah. There's a lot of greater places for me to go. Uh, there was a skeleton that's been found um, in Greece. It's in, they think, it, it's from Alexander the Great's time frame. Really? And they think that it's either his wife, his Persian wife, Roxana, um, his mother, Olympia's, or one of his generals. Oh wow! Yeah, that would be Which pretty cool, huh? Yeah, the, yeah, the skeleton's going to be studied by researchers um, to find out exactly who it is. Um, the due to reveal the findings on wow. November 29th. This is like twenty five hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow how how does a skeleton survive? I don't know. The yeah. I guess a tomb close by that's treasure filled. Oh. And was the chamber of Alexander's father, Philip II of Macedon, Mac- Macedonia. Macedon. Yeah, Macedon. <laughs> was unearthed in 1977. Mm. Um, so that also survived yeah. centuries. Wow. Intact. Yeah. Amazing. Which is crazy. I know. I know. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder what they did to it to preserve it like that. They said it's highly unlikely that it's Alexander himself because yeah. they still haven't found the the body, the skeleton or whatever, right. um, of him. Mm. He had a mysterious death in Babylon. Yeah, wow. And is said to have been buried in Egypt. Yeah, the city he founded. Yeah, he no founded. Grave yeah, Alexandria. Found. Yeah. Oh, Alexandria. Sorry, not Alexander. Yeah, that's yeah. based on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Well, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just like that song. <laughs> Just like the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
I guess uh, Ferguson continues to boil the town where uh, a black guy was killed by a white officer. Yeah, Michael Brown. Right. And uh, I guess uh, this teacher tweeted something pretty pretty terrible. You know, I mean, teachers oh, no. don't tweet like this. Yeah. And uh, now, mind you, this is an African-American teacher, too. But uh, she tweeted this. Who the... Expl- expl- I, I don't know. Maybe I'll just use the words. Who the fuck made you dumb, <laughs> dumb fuck crackers think I give a squat shit about your opinions? Ferguson, kill yourselves, it says. And then the, the next one, you exhibit nigga behavior. I'm going to call you a nigga. You acting crackerish. I'm going to call you a cracker. Now, this is the teacher. Wow. You know, you don't you don't tweet things like this. I don't even understand that. I know, I don't understand the language either. Nobody understands what cracker means. But what? Uh, and who so she was referring yeah, to. Yeah, who's she referring to? Yeah. I don't know. I would imagine maybe the the protesters or something, you know. Wow. Yeah, it's like who who's she uh um uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's all based on race and stuff, but yeah. but here comes a, a black person to castigate other black people mm-hmm. and I just don't get it you know yeah. I mean you just don't do this when you're a teacher so she was suspended without pay okay I don't blame them yeah I would fire her right <laughs> yeah yikes I That's know not- I mean, yeah I mean who who goes online and says things like this I mean even just using a, a dirty word is enough to get you suspended I think mm-hmm. you know well, yeah, definitely. When you're supposed to be set an example, an example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're an educator for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a there's a new scheme, I guess, of credit card thieves. They go to gas stations and they take gas in what they call pump and dump scheme. And what they do is, you'll see a person like. Uh, using a couple of credit cards while they're filling and they take a long time to fill and what it is they have like gas tanks inside the van or something and they're filling that with gas you know so they'll take like a hundred gallons or something oh geez yeah like uh, this person I guess they're saying in 17 minutes he was at the pump and he used two credit cards to pump 95 gallons of diesel fuel and they show you a van with a thing inside, and then they go and they they sell it to other gas stations, who are also in on the scheme, and oh. truck drivers and stuff. So they're selling back the gas, yeah, for more money, yeah. To do what? Well, for actually for less money, but because I guess some some stations are like okay, let's say there's a gas station that's in on the scheme, mm-hmm. and these thieves are telling you we'll send you the gas at half the price or something. So the gas station goes for that. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And uh, sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it's probably a lot of money too. Yeah. True. But, wow. How do you how do you even carry 95 gallons of fuel right. in your van? I mean, how does it not like? Gosh, if you crashed into somebody that had that much yeah fuel in that. But maybe 95 gallons is not a lot. I don't know. I mean, how many do we put in a regular car? Let me look. In my car, I think I fit about maybe 50, 17, 20 gallons, something like that. Yeah, and I think like an SUV maybe holds about 25. Right. Yeah. Most 
Yeah. Oh, most minivans hold between 50 to 20. Yeah. All right, so this is twice as much? Mm, Yeah. I don't know. If that's true, then it takes them a long time to sell all this fuel. Right. 95 gallons is not a lot. No. So they have to do this a lot. They're saying it's a multi-million dollar crime with a quick payoff. So who's losing? (laughs) The gas station, obviously. But why? the credit cards. They're using stolen credit cards. Oh, I completely missed that. Okay, well, now I understand how it's a crime. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) You thought they were just buying it. Yeah, and I was like, Okay, there you go. Okay. Somebody's paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Now I get it. Yeah, now it's straight in your mind. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. People are doing crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. There's still the controversy about stores that open on Thanksgiving Day for people to start their shopping. Right. I don't know why it's a big deal. I mean, if a store wants to be open, let them be open. Who cares, you know? And, uh, I mean, people get paid. They're saying it's to give the employees time off, okay? But the thing is, is that you can give them a choice. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Give them a choice. If somebody wants to work and you want to pay them double time, do it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I saw on the news last night that two people have already started camping out at Best Buy. Really? Because they want to be first in line and make sure they get the 50-inch TV for $199. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that's How a much good money deal, are they losing just sitting there? Right. And, and wasting their lives away. I mean, yeah, what not is it, really, like two, not, three weeks away still? <laughs> wow. Yeah, what is it, two and a half weeks? Yeah. Are they crazy? But it's what only two and a half weeks people? away. Yeah. Which means Christmas is only it's about, about a month. six weeks away. Yeah. 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 Five, six weeks. Wow. I know. That's like almost here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I know. And then it's New Year. I know. And Christmas. And we're starting in, all over again. Yeah. The 25th <laughs> and the 20 and the 31st both fall on. Oh, well, Christmas Eve is a Wednesday and then New Year's Eve is a Wednesday. Right. So they fall midweek. Oh, wow. People can take very long weekends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Often it falls on a Thursday, right? Or a Friday. I well, don't know. Yeah, it's Christmas Day is, and I guess next year it'll be the Tuesday. Oh, okay. Because it goes back every year, right? I suppose it does, yeah. So it's not a Thursday every year. My calendar says, my birthday is the 16th of January. My calendar says, happy birthday. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It knows it's my birthday. I guess it does. I wonder how it knows. (laughs) So weird. I know, man. And it's not like I said it and put my birthday. Right. It just says, happy birthday. Wow. My best friend's coming to visit from Florida, so she'll be here for my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. Is your mom still going to be here? No, no, yeah. they go back the 3rd of December. Okay. So they're here for two And yours is January when? 16th? 16th. Yep. Okay, well, that's coming up. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Good for you. And then it's the new year. Yeah. <laughs> it's already 2015. Oh, wow. I know. I know. We're getting old quickly, folks. Time flies by. Time is flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's it, I guess. Uh, there, I guess people were thinking that a Frozen sequel was being made, and already, it, yeah, and they t- it turned out that a movie called Strange Magic is not a Frozen sequel. I guess somebody 
It started as a rumor, I guess. Somebody just assumed because they saw that Disney was buying some uh, strange magic domain names. Oh, you know? really? So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So they're saying it turns out to be a new animated movie from Lucasfilm. Well, I was going to say, a Frozen sequel, when did that come out? Yeah, that it only came out like a year ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, a year or two ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that would be a really quick sequel. Right. For a big movie Well, like but they're that. not saying when it's going to come out. Though. Right. So you never know, yeah. I guess if they're only just buying the domain name. Right. And, yeah, besides, they'll probably have the word Frozen in the title anyway. Yeah. Like Frozen 2 or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I don't know. People start startup stories all the time. I don't know if you saw this, but over the weekend, I'm, like, seeing this thing from Fox, like a, a screen capture from Fox News that Macaulay Culkin killed himself or died or something. Did you see that on MSNBC, Facebook? MSNBC, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was on Facebook. I don't know if it was a Photoshop thing or if it was real that MSNBC broadcast that. Yeah. I don't know either. And I saw, well, I saw one of my friends commented on somebody that posted it and she said it's a scam. Right. Um, and so he was bullshit. Like, wow. Yeah. Don't believe it. Yeah. Don't believe anything. You can't you believe mean. anything. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you, Tom, for calling in. We'll see you tomorrow. For the best in morning radio, tune in to Sam in the Morning with Charlotte. Only on LA Talk Radio.